Welcome to the School of Healing. I'm your host, Dominice Clifton. This podcast is dedicated to helping you release, reconnect, and remember your power. We focus on healing the mind, body, and emotions so that you can embrace rest, relieve stress, and understand how to build habits that put you on a path to living a thriving life. Every episode is a lesson. Each week you'll learn something new, but you'll also be encouraged to unlearn some things as well. Some lessons will come through conversations with healers and therapists so that you can start or expand your healing journey. Others will be personal stories of triumph over trauma so you know there's light at the end of the tunnel. If you are feeling called to go deeper in your healing journey, but you're unsure of where to begin, start here. I got you. So welcome back to the School of Healing podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. If this is your first time listening, thank you for being here. And if you are a returning listener, I really, really appreciate you for tuning back in. So I'm going to be doing something new. um, And I am asking that if you find value in this episode, please leave a five star review on iTunes or Spotify. And every month I'm going to start basically doing a random drawing of reviews and I'll send the winner a thank you gift. So with that, let's jump into today's episode. So I wasn't actually planning on recording a podcast episode today, but I woke up um, feeling like I was kind of off balance, like not feeling grounded. And I didn't really want to get out of bed. Honestly, I had a really hard time sleeping last night. I've been suffering from some insomnia and it's just been really hard for my mind to rest. And so when it was time to wake up this morning, I was fighting the urge to just stay in bed. And I eventually did get up. But I eased into my day slower than I would typically do. I took longer with my shower. I took longer with moisturizing myself. I danced in the mirror for a little bit. And then I recognized that I really needed to tune into some grounding practices to help me kind of, um, I guess, just allow myself to feel. And that's what I wanted to talk about for today's episode. So I have spoken in previous episodes about how for much of my life, I numbed my feelings, I numbed my emotions, and I kind of just really didn't allow myself to feel into anything too much, right? So it's like I experienced happiness, but not too much. So I never really experienced joy. And I numbed certain emotions away that I didn't want to feel, which kind of hindered me in some ways from really fully feeling you know a range of emotions and so I'm in this space in my life now where I am allowing myself to feel more but it's not easy um so I have been dealing with a lot of emotions over the last three or four months a lot of personal emotions um a lot of emotions that have been coming up in regards to parenting and then I've also been dealing with a lot of emotions, challenging emotions in my marriage. Um, My husband and I have been having a pretty challenging time. Um, I'm not going to get into it too much here. Um, But yeah, it's been it's been hard. And for anyone who is married, you who has been married for some time, you you know, how hard and challenging marriage can be. And so I've just been allowing myself to feel the feelings of the changes that have come in our relationship 
um, and not to force myself to have to just move on, you know, fast because of the business as usual that we often the business as usual approach that we often take with life. When things happen, we we give ourselves a window of time to to mourn, to grieve, to feel And then we just get back to business as usual. And I wanted to just remind you today that you don't have to be in such a rush to get back to business as usual, whether that's work, whether that's life, right? Like you can allow yourself to experience the emotions of whatever is going on in your life. Maybe it's not a separation. Maybe it's not um, a divorce. Maybe you've lost someone that you love or you're mourning a friendship that you lost or a job. It can be anything, right? Maybe you got some health news that you're you're trying to sit with. And oftentimes we give ourselves, you know, a week, two weeks, maybe. And then it's it's back to life is back to moving is back to being busy. And that was the way that I existed and operated for a really, really long time. And so this morning, my mind was like, okay, you got to get up, you got to get moving, like you have stuff to do, you got, you know, a shit ton of stuff to do on your to do list that needs to get done things that I didn't do yesterday that need to be done. And that was like the noise that I was feeling when I woke up this morning. And it was just like a part of it was too much. And it was overwhelming. So I didn't even want to face my day. I realized that I do need to do things right. Like I do need to be able to move through the day, but I also need to hold space for allowing myself to feel what I'm feeling. And I did that by easing into my day and moving through my day slower. So the first message is just allow yourself to feel right. Again, don't be in such a rush to jump back into being productive, to crossing things off of the to-do list, to going back to business as usual. The second message that came up for me was that you have to recognize that healing is not linear. So no two days will look the same. Again, like I stated, some days for me are really, um, I won't say really easy, right? But some days I have peace. And with that peace, it allows me to navigate throughout my day, throughout my week, and not really feel as phased by what's going on because I, I have this sense of peace. And then there are other days, there are other moments, there are other weeks like today um, and the last couple of days where it's just felt really heavy. And I remember talking about this in therapy um, shortly after the two of us separated and my therapist reminded me that healing is not linear. And so we get to allow ourselves to feel the range of emotions, however they look, right? Like some days may be high days and then some days may be really low. If you think about kind of the ebbs and flows of a roller coaster, the ups and downs of a roller coaster, it's that sort of thing where you can't, it's not realistic to think that every day is going to be a good day if you're grieving, mourning, you know, going through loss, loss, that sort of thing. So just recognize that however you feel in the moment is okay. There's nothing wrong with you. There's no there's no blueprint to follow. Um, Just just be okay with where you are. The next message that came up for me today and I I didn't say so I'm, I'm recording this episode after doing breath work and after really needing to ground into my day again I said that I took a, a longer shower and you know I just kind of moved through the day slow but I really felt like I needed something to help me settle into the day and just feel through my emotions and sit with what was what I was feeling and breath work does that for me. So all of these things that I'm running through came up for me during my breathwork session today. Um, The next message was a really hard one, is a really hard one for me. And the message was, it's safe to let go. 
So you have to surrender. And for me, that means stop trying to hang on and control the situation and, you know, keep a pulse on my husband. And it's just like at this point, I need to be okay with just letting go and letting things unfold however they're supposed to unfold. And so we things need to fall apart so that they can come back together again with more ease and more alignment. I'm going to say that one more time. Sometimes things need to fall apart so that they can come back together with more ease and more alignment. And for me, hearing that today during my breathwork practice, it gave me a little bit of peace because I do feel like things have fallen apart (laughs) and are still falling apart in some ways. But it also means that however, however this puzzle brings itself back together in the end, I will be a more whole version of myself and there will be more ease and there will be more alignment. And so just, again, being okay with letting go, like sometimes we try to, sometimes we try to hold on so tight. And this has been my story for much of my life, my relationship, my everything, like you name it, I've been trying to control everything. And so being in a space where I have to let go and kind of loosen the grip and just really trust, it's a very hard and new state for me but you also have to get to a space where you really just kind of have to be willing to flow with the universe even though you don't know what the outcome is going to look like you have to really just trust that things are going to unfold and work out on your behalf and then the last thing that I will say that has been really really helpful for me over the last couple of weeks months years honestly like I've been pouring into myself consistently since 2020 and it's been a major game changer is that when you have moments where you feel low where you feel an overwhelm of emotions where you do allow yourself to feel you have to reach into your soul care toolbox and you have to pull out some grounding practices when you need them So you all will hear me talk more about a soul care toolbox on this podcast. And it's what I use when I'm teaching people. So I used to call it a, um, actually, I said it wrong. (laughs) It's your soul care toy box. I was about to say I used to call it a toolbox. It's a toy box. And the reason why I changed it from calling it a toolbox to calling it a toy box is because when we think about tools, right, we grab our tools and it's something that we have to fix. But when you think about a toy box, it gives you room to explore. And so when you're building out a toy box, you're putting various things into this toy box that make you feel good, that nourish you, that are uh, self-care or soul care practices. And then you're allowing yourself to explore and kind of dabble when you need it without feeling like you need to fix yourself. Right. Because we don't need to fix ourselves. We just need to a lot of times nourish and allow ourselves um, love on ourselves. Right. Allow ourselves to feel in that way. And so if you don't have a soul care toolbox, toy box, y'all work with me on, on the, um, the names. I might interchange them. But if you don't have a soul care toy box, then you definitely need to build one. If you do have some existing practices, then when you have moments where you're feeling low or heavy, reach into that toolbox, that toy box, Lord, And pull out some grounding practices. And so I wanted to just leave you all with a few practices today that are in my toy box and that I turn to when I need them. So the first one is breath work. I talked again about how I did breath work today. I did like a 25 minute practice today and it just helped me to feel 
more settled and grounded. When I'm feeling overwhelmed and full of emotions, it's because there's a lot of head energy. I'm operating from a very like left brain, heady, masculine energy. And when I feel that way, one of the ways that I ground myself is just by doing breath work because it brings the energy down into my body and out of my head and allows me to connect with my heart, which is a really beautiful thing. So then I can quiet the noise in my mind and really hear the messages that my heart has for me. And so if you never experienced breath work, there um, are apps that you can explore or you can, of course, find a facilitator that can guide you through. So that's one that's been one of my go to's these days. A second one is meditation. And when we think about meditation, a lot of times there's this misconception that when we meditate, we're supposed to silence our thoughts or stop our thoughts or control our thoughts. And that's actually not true. Meditation is really about being able to observe your thoughts, be mindful of the thoughts, and then tapping into what you're feeling. And so instead of stopping the thoughts, allow the thoughts to come through. Right. Allow yourself to be still and just observe the thoughts as if you are watching a movie on a movie screen. Observe them without judgment. And then what happens is when you first start to sit down to meditate, you have a ton of thoughts. There's so much coming in your head. It can be overwhelming because it's so loud. But the more that you sit still and you just allow yourself to get into a meditative state, a lot of the thoughts begin to just fall away. And then you're left with what you need to hear in that moment, what you need to observe in that moment. And so meditation can be a really beautiful practice, again, for grounding you because it just allows you to move all of this energy, all of these thoughts that are in your head. It just allows you to kind of kind of uh, what am I trying to say? Kind of like drill through all of the noise and get to what you need to receive in that moment. So that's the second one. And then getting in water can be really helpful when it comes to grounding yourself. So you can take a bath with Epsom salt. You can add in some Epsom salt. You can take a cold shower. You can get into a pool or, you know, if you're near a natural body of water, you can allow yourself to just get into the water. But there is something about water that is so grounding for us, right? It's so um, nourishing for us when we when we're feeling heavy emotions and in our heads and that sort of thing. So I invite you to find some water somewhere that you can explore. And then the last one, which is also one that I uh, go to often is physical movement. So any type of movement that allows you to move your body is a wonderful way to, again, move the energy throughout your body, move it out of your body if it needs to be moved out of your body. So things like yoga and dancing and just kind of allowing yourself to just flow and maybe not doing something so regimented, but any sort of physical movement where you can just flow and move your body is really helpful. So that's pretty much it. Um, Again, wasn't planning on recording this podcast episode today, but I'm just in a space where number one, I am trying to own my truth more and just be okay with where I am and not control you know the outcome or dictate it um so I'm definitely trying to own my truth more and then definitely trying to just feel without pushing through and rushing through and muscling through which is what I've done for most of my life so to recap the points from today first is allow yourself to feel and don't be in such a rush to get back to life and work and all the things the second one is to recognize that healing is not linear and no two days are going to look the same The third point was it's safe to let go. So we have to 
we have to learn to surrender and stop trying to control things and hang on to the outcome and all of those things. And then the fourth thing is to reach into your soul care toy box. I got it right that time. And then when you need them, pull out grounding practices that are going to help you settle more into your body and move out of the mind mental chatter space. So that is it for today's episode. And I'm going to leave you the same way that I will leave you after every episode. Keep releasing, keep reconnecting, and keep remembering. Until the next time we are together again, school's out. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The School of Healing. You can check out the show notes to connect and learn more about any resources that were shared today. If you're on Instagram, let me know what resonated with you today. Take a screenshot, share it in your stories, and tag me so that we can stay connected. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Especially be sure to rate and review the podcast if you really liked it. If you didn't, that's okay too.